Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. Thank you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show, coast to coast and border to border. I am C.L. Bryant. I want to thank our friends at Red State Talk Radio, our flagship station, the number one talk platform in the country uh, for inviting us into their family. And if you're traveling through Times Square there in New York City, look up above Ripley's Believe It or Not. And every hour on the hour, the Red State Talk billboard is there. And the C.L. Bryant Show does pop up there in Times Square. And old C.L.'s face is looking right back at you. I want to thank all the terrestrial stations in replay around the country. And I also want to thank our friends over at Loving Liberty for bringing us into their platform as well. Uh, My guest here today is someone that I uh, met in North Carolina Three Men for Thee was a podcast that he was kicking off at that point in time. I was uh, blessed and uh, very fortunate to be able to be a part of uh, that kickoff. Uh, He is dedicated uh, his life to understanding and studying architecture, lecturing on it uh, as well in places like, um, you know, Belarus, you know, Russia, Ukraine. He's a very interesting uh, individual and someone who has dedicated his life as well to education. He now has uh, a book out that I certainly want to highlight here today, as well as uh, his first book, 66, Route 66, and uh, Have You Found Your Root in Life? But today, his latest book is Never Stop, Never Stop Asking, Discovering, and sharing. Help me welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show, Mr. Herb Burns. How are you, man? C.L., it's great to uh, speak with you again today. Thank you so much for being on with me, Herb. Uh, and God bless you and God keep you for the work that you do. And I want to help highlight some of it here today. Herb, um, let's kick off our conversation. Uh, first of all, let's talk about uh, who you are. Uh, what is uh, the legacy that you're building or the one that you'd like to leave? Talk to us about Herb Burns. Well, you know, there's a a song out now by Mercy Me, and some of the lyrics uh, in that song uh, are like this. I'm a nobody wanting to share with everybody what somebody did to save my life. And we're talking about Jesus. So uh, that's where I'm at right now. Uh, I reached a point in my life where I 
I had to surrender myself and say, God, what can I do for you? And he said, Herb, use your talents to spread my word. And uh, that sparred the first uh, writing of Route 66, Have You Found Your Route in Life? I said, God, I've read in your word, but I've never read your word from beginning to end. So Route 66 is my journey through the Bible. And so each book of the Bible, I did a digital painting, uh, history of that book of the Bible, uh, some context, and how do you apply that book uh, in your everyday life uh, today. So that's how it started. And uh, then it led to uh, uh, God opening another door, which... uh, allowed me to be part of a group of men, business executives, presidents, and CEO uh, with a group called Triad Success Partners. And we go to Ukraine, and we teach uh, classes in in, uh, marketing, um, finance, human resources, business leadership. And when the students finish these classes in Ukraine, they can come to America, and we take them around to faith-based businesses so they can see ethical Christian ways of doing business in this world today. And we had a group uh, that uh, was here recently in May. We had 20 Ukrainians. um, And I just returned uh, in uh, in September um, from teaching a marketing class uh, in Ukraine. So I've been in education almost uh, 40 years, and now uh, I'm using my talents to to share about asking, discovering, and sharing, and just connecting people with the way that we should be connected in today's world. Let's talk about that, Herb, uh, as far as your new book is concerned. And I want to swing back around uh, before we're finished to Ukraine. And, um, folks, I want to put this on your mind. There is a difference in people who call Ukraine the Ukraine and Ukraine. We'll talk about that with Herb Burns here in just a moment. But first, latest work never stop asking discovering and sharing and it it uh, indicates to us that there is the possibility that there can be a uh, halt to our um, asking and our discovering and our sharing is there a, a wall being closed in around us that may very well um, uh, make us need to heed that warning never stop talk to us herb burns yeah well, let me just uh, share just a little an- anecdotal uh, story that i heard and then i'll get more into the book <clears throat> there was this a uh, wealthy businessman who was very successful and he wanted to, you know, give his mother a really nice gift. So he bought his, his mother these two beautiful birds. And the birds cost like $10,000 a piece. And these birds could sing, they could dance, they, they could talk. So he sent the two birds to his mother. And you know, a couple of months, months later, he called back and said, Mom, uh, did you like the gift that I sent you? She said, yeah, they were really good. And he said, well, what do you mean? You didn't eat the birds, did you? And she said, well, yeah, I did. He said, but, Mom, the birds could could sing and, and, and dance and they could talk. And she said, well, they should have said something. So you know, <laughs> the moral there is let's not get, get eaten up because we're not speaking up. So, you know, we have to just, you know, ask, discover, and share, and we have to stand on solid rocks and, and speak up about what's going on. 
in, in families, in work, in faith, uh, in today's environment. So is it the lack of speaking? Is it the lack of communication that brings about the warning, never stop asking, discovering, and sharing? Because all three of those involve speaking and communicating. Uh, talk to us about your latest work, Never Stop Asking. Well, you know, that, that's the thing. We're, we're being led by technology so much in today's time. When I did my master's thesis, uh, which was called The uh, Evolution of a Solution, uh, I developed a hypothesis which was called The Evolutionary Technological Destructionist Theory. And what that means is the more we advance with technology, uh, the more destructive it becomes to us. For example, I don't write longhand anymore. I type everything on the computer just about. I'm not a good speller like I used to be because my computer spell checks for me. Uh, I'm not connected socially as I used to be because I'm connected to technology. So we have to kind of disconnect a little bit, but you know, don't let the tools control us. We need to control uh, the tools. So when we ask, discover, and share, uh, we're really trying to seek the truths that are out there. And when you look at the media today, you know, what do you ask? What do you discover? How do you find what the truths are? So this book, uh, Ask, Discover, and Share, focuses uh, on uh, three areas. It focuses on your family, it focuses uh, on your work, and it uh, focuses uh, on your faith to build strong foundations uh, for asking, discovering, and sharing uh, in your life. That is incredibly uh, interesting, and the reason why it is so interesting is that uh, in the clarification of it, when he is uh, speaking to us about uh, never stop asking, discovering, sharing, uh, that is something that you must do uh, in your physical self. In other words, your, your hands, your fingers, your mouth uh, must all must engage with this in a fleshly way, even though it's a spiritual purpose. And um, we are lost uh, many times you know when you were saying that you don't write out in longhand anymore or uh, you've become a bad speller you know uh, uh, there are words I, I just can't believe they actually spell that way and I used to be very prolific at knowing uh, what they look like in writing but you know Herb you bring up uh, that point uh, is this perhaps a root of some of the political anxiety that we have in our country today, Herb. We're taking people's word for things instead of examining for us, for ourselves. Uh, what would you say about that? Well, I think I'd have to agree. I wouldn't say that everybody is in that situation. But, you know, we need to take ownership um, for information that we receive. We need to take ownership for information that we share. And, you know... Through that, we can we can you know, discover you know what the real truth is, and that's what's uh, so important. And when we talk about taking ownership for you know, ourselves, uh, we have been given that choice and and that privilege by our Creator God. Uh, the first gift that He gave man was dominion, and we have dominion over everything, our environment. You are an architect, and uh, when I think about an architect and and what they do, uh, they actually create. 
And uh, this is one of the innate things that we have as God's highest creation, human beings. Herb, is there a squandering of that? Is there a waste of that? Is, and we're seeing that in the decay of the family and uh, the other uh, institutions, uh, fundamentalist, uh, in, in fundamental institutions in our, in our country. Talk to us. Yeah, well, let me just uh, make another analogy. You know, as an architect, I was designing uh, foundations uh, for buildings. Uh, now, as a writer and, a, and an author, I'm trying to build uh, foundations in, 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 in family and friends and faith. So I'm still an architect, but I'm an architect uh, of a different kind of a person now. And that is great. Uh, now, when we talk about the, the your architectural skills and that type of thing, is there then uh, innate within the human being the ability to create? Uh, are you encouraging them to uh, better shape the type of environment they've been given to create around them? Uh, talk to our audience about that possibility. Sure. Well, as you, if you get an opportunity to read my book, uh, there's some illustrations uh, from each chapter, and at the center of the illustration is a heart. So uh, if you can imagine three roads emanating out uh, from the heart, uh, for example, leading to the family, we talk about support in the family, you know, success that a family achieves. We talk about togetherness uh, in a family. So those three things are those three rings connect and intertwine with each other uh, to, to build what, what a strong family uh, should be. And then, you know, when we, we move on into the, uh, into the work environment, uh, those roads continue to uh, create three more rings of growth and, and leadership, which, which leads, uh, uh, leads to uh, results. And then as we continue to expand uh, those pathways out, uh, from the the heart, we have to focus back on the heart and, and just remember that, you know, love and faith are the foundation of what's going to make you successful in whatever you do. And if your heart's not right, when you go down that road, the results are not going to be right either. So it's a matter of setting your heart right uh, also. And these things are explained in more detail, and the readers are given an opportunity uh, step-by-step step to ask themselves uh, questions. Uh, you know, for example, in Proverbs uh, 3.13, happy is a man who makes discovery uh, if wisdom, and he who gets knowledge. So it, I used to tell my students that, uh, you know, reading is the key to the uh, treasure chest of knowledge. And once you've opened that treasure chest of knowledge, you then need to begin asking and discovering and sharing with others um, the good things as well as the bad things that you've learned in life. Absolutely. And you know what, Herb? Um, tell folks now, though, and before I ask you this question, tell folks now where do they get a hold of your book? How do they get a hold of your work? Well, um, Never Stop Asking, Discovering, and Sharing is in the editing stage right now. Um, Hopefully, I'll get a forward uh, to the book real soon, and um, it will be available by Christmas time. Uh, the first book, Route 66, Have You Found Your Route in Life, 
is available at uh, BookBaby and all other leading uh, book uh, distributors uh, as well. Now, when we talk about reading being a key to so many um, joys of life, we also face a um, society that is reading things in short burst. In fact, uh, the the language itself has been condensed uh, to just little um, things that mean something on Twitter and, and that type of thing. Uh, Herb, are we going in the direction of a society that does not read classical work anymore and certainly may not be reading scripture as uh, once was very uh, much seen in this country. Uh, How do we encourage and how do we stimulate that uh, need and that, that desire to read again? How do you see that? Well, it has to come with, with passion. Um, and uh, I'm blessed that uh, God gave me, uh, you know, passion and vision. And uh, you know, passion is the energy that, that drives me, and uh, vision is the uh, the wind in my sails to help release the anchor uh, to take me places I've never been before. So we've got to be able to, especially in education, develop that passion for young people, help them to develop a, a vision. Um, get them at an early age asking, discovering, and sharing for themselves rather than just handing it all on a platter and saying, look at what's on this plate, memorize it, and let's go on to another plate. There's no discovery there. It's just a, it's just a picture of an image. So we have to get students, we have to get everyone uh, being more critically thinking. You know, if you look at a tweet that somebody tweets out, that's really like looking at a menu. Oh, this is on the menu, but you really don't know what that tastes like until you start to enjoy the fullness of what is that made of. So looking at a tweet is just, you know, like I said, a cursory view of what's underneath it all. And that's true, and it, it really is that. And, friends, we're going to return with uh, Herb Burns on the other side of the break. It's glad to be with you, back with you here today. I've been on the road out in Los Angeles. Uh, of course, we're shooting Hat Shot, Half Shot now, a mini uh, documentary uh, of that homeless situation there. And surely um, we want to uh, make certain that you know why that situation exists. Uh, I really can't uh, tell you <clears throat> how awful uh, the streets uh, of Skid Row, seven block area is. And um, there are people who are not discovering anything. The only thing they're sharing is misery. And the rest of the nation could certainly uh, ask the question, can this come to a city near me? You better believe it can, uh, especially with certain um, uh, levels of ignorance that are being enjoyed by those who we have sent to public office at this point in time. We'll talk about that after the top of the next hour. But we're going to return with Herb Burns, the author of Never Stop, Never Stop Asking, Discovering, and Sharing. And uh, I want to circle about around to um, the Ukraine. Herb has been there in that area of the world. And I want to examine something with him when the C.L. Bryant Show returns. Be right back.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL Bag with you, coast to coast and border to border. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us here today as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation here on the CL Bryant Show. Uh, my guest, my special guest today is Herb Burns, author of uh, two books, uh, Root. Uh, 66 and never stop asking discovering and sharing and when we left I was uh, saying to you how uh, dismal the prospects on the streets of uh, downtown Los Angeles uh, are and I went out to do a a, uh, a mini documentary on it just returned and thank you so much for uh, staying there every day even though some days I may not be here with you that you're always there and I thank you for that and um, I wanted to ask Herb about uh, the state of uh, our society we have a president who's not a politician and of course uh, he operates much differently than the politicians did is there a need to ask and discover and share some of the things that we learn about our engagement in uh, the political process. Uh, Herb Burns, talk to us about that. Christians many times are reluctant to share uh, how they feel or or their views on politics. Um, why don't you share with us? Well, I'm just uh, so happy that we have uh, our current president uh, in office and the change that he has taken place uh, in America. Um, he's making us stronger again. He's uh, bringing the economy uh, back to where it uh, should be. And actually, he's bringing faith back into the White House. You know, they pray before their cabinet meetings. Uh, you won't see this uh, posted on any of the news networks, but before his, uh, his uh, you know, con- meetings in, in Dallas and Minnesota, there's pictures of them, all the people there, you know, 20,000 in prayer before the conference starts. So uh, this man uh, is not taking a salary, and uh, his only motive is is to serve the people of America. And uh, there are other people that are discovering that uh, the old ways that they used to deal uh, inside the Beltway uh, are getting shaken up tremendously, and uh, uh, they are fighting back. Absolutely. Uh, he is. And I, I wanted to uh, ask that question by way of opening a door to talk about the uh, president's current situation with uh, Ukraine. And Herb, before we talk about that, I noticed that you call Ukraine, Ukraine. Uh, and uh, I have friends who live there and uh, they uh, often point out that the Russians refer to Ukraine as the Ukraine. 
which they consider a region of territory that they should have. You've been there. Uh, give us some insight into the the type of people that uh, Ukrainians are, as far as your point of view has been uh, able to see. Well, you know, my wife and I have been in, have been blessed. Uh, as uh, participants with Triad Success Partners, the uh, the mission outreach team, uh, when they come to uh, to America, my wife and I, Susan, we uh, we host Ukrainians uh, in our home, so they stay with us for a week. Uh, then, when when I go to Ukraine to teach uh, uh, marketing classes, uh, they're in the in the class. So you know, we're making uh, you know family ties and family connections with the working people. The business executives, the leaders um, uh, in Lviv, Ukraine, uh, Chernigiv, uh, Kiev, many other cities around, they all come uh, to take our, uh, our business classes. And uh, they're like you and I. You know, they have concerns on how their business grows, how to run a business, how to support their family, um, concerns about faith, concerns about politics. Uh, there's a new president, uh, as everyone knows, uh, that's uh, in office, and uh, there's there's change, changes taking place, as does with uh, every change in government. But uh, myself and our other instructors, so we're right there on the ground floor with the people in Ukraine, and they're just brothers and sisters like you and I. That is fantastic to hear that uh, they have that type of spirit of entrepreneurship there. Uh, what is their relationship like with Russia? What The average Ukrainian, if you were to speak with them, and uh, I've, I've, I've had the opportunity to do that, but from your point of view, I'd like to uh, see what is their, what the one, the people that you know in Ukraine, what do, how do they view uh, the Russian encroachment? Well, they, they feel that their country has been occupied. And um, uh, as a matter of fact, there are many people still migrating from uh, uh, eastern Ukraine to, uh, to western Ukraine. And so uh, there are community organizations uh, helping find uh, homes for them, uh, food uh, and, and work. So uh, it's, a, it's an ebb and flow with, with what's going on. I mean, there's a, a border zone that's very dangerous to be in. And people uh, lose their lives daily um, in this uh, turmoil. And it is indeed necessary that we look at uh, perhaps uh, the reasons why they lose their lives and and the reasons why we have to pay attention to corruption. And Herb, you you know as well as I do uh, that the president had uh, told us he was going to look into uh, corruption in, in Ukraine. And it just so happens that Joe Biden was in the way of that. I was looking at the... Um, Debates and uh, the Democratic debates, Herb, I don't see anyone on the stage who is able to communicate the things that you and I are talking about as far as the greatness of America. It seems as though there are people who would want to uh, infuse in our, our young people's mind that, that somehow uh, America is just like anywhere else. What would you say to that type of goings on as far as uh, the, the uh, design behind that? Well, America is, is unique, and it was created unique by our founding fathers. 
we have freedom. Uh, we have uh, you know faith in God, and that's what our country was uh, was founded on. We have freedom of speech, which is so valuable uh, uh, to us. Um, we have uh, freedom of employment. Uh, we have so many freedoms. And uh, other countries uh, that I've been in, uh, there have been, you know, restrictive, uh, let's just say restrictive possibilities for the population that live in those countries. Because you travel so much and you talk to so many people, you've been so many different places, uh, let me say, and you've talked to so many different people. When you speak to others in foreign nations, how do they view our sometimes lackadaisical uh, appreciation for what we have as American liberty and freedom? Do they consider us somewhat remiss in our own citizenship because uh, we are so lackadaisical and nonchalant about the gifts that we have in America. Herb, how, how, how have you seen that? Well, I think you have to appreciate the different tiers of communication. You know, there's a tier of political communication at a certain level. And then when we go down, there's a tier of communication, you know, of people to people. And when we're communicating with the people uh, in Ukraine, uh, they are grateful for the support that America is providing to Ukraine uh, contrary to what you might uh, hear in other news uh, outlets, but they are grateful to our support uh, uh, in helping them with the conflicts that are going on in their country. And they, uh, they, you know, especially the Ukrainians that come to America and then return back home and see the freedoms and opportunities that we have, and that gives them motivation, that gives them passion, that gives them vision to to employ and engage with those same activities in their own country. You know, Herb, um, I want to now sort of shift gears and bring it around to something that uh, you have started that I myself had uh, been a part of, uh, of its inauguration. And um, it's called Three Men for Thee. I have often said this, uh, Herb, I'm not sure if I said it when I was uh, there on stu in studio with you all, but I believe that you can trace back every uh, real ill in society, every malady in society, you can pretty much trace it back to uh, a man who did not shoulder his responsibility. And you have uh, a group of men. You are engaged with uh, two other men that I know of. And uh, your podcast is called Three Men for Thee. What's the genesis of that, Herb? And why do you think it's important to let that particular light shine? Sure. Well, uh, thank you for bringing that up. We, uh, our other uh, pod host uh, guest, um, host are uh, um, um, Alan Brown and uh, Jack uh, Bales, uh, and together the three of us um, uh, interview people in the realms of uh, politics, prophecy, and the supernatural, and we've uh, interviewed some amazing people. We've got so many interviews in the can, 
already up to after the first of the new year, and we're lining up other people to uh, interview. Uh, we've interviewed uh, <clears throat> missionaries, pastors, uh, community leaders, uh, alcohol, tobacco, and firearm uh, agents. Uh, we interviewed um, people from Ukraine. As a matter of fact, one of our interviews was Elise Pronin, who was a pastor uh, in eastern Ukraine. Uh, when the Russians came in, uh, I guess you might say that the uh, the bad guys or the, the gang guys took over the politics, uh, and they wanted the church to support the politics. At least they said, no, we're not going to do it. So then uh, they threatened to kill him and his family. So his family had to uh, evacuate to western Ukraine. And eventually they uh, you know, set his church on fire. And he is now uh, working at the Ukrainian Baptist Theological Seminary. Uh, helping church planning uh, in Ukraine. So, you know, these are the kinds of people that uh, that we interview. Our last interview was with uh, Jim Purvis uh, while he was undergoing open heart surgery. He had an out of body experience of being suspended above hell, and uh, he said it's not like any pictures you've ever seen. So, we interviewed <laughs> him to tell us what hell looked like. So, we're interviewing people. Uh, of all walks and realms of life to uh, find out what is going on spiritually uh, in their lives as well. Wow, that is absolutely uh, fascinating. And uh, Herb, then tell us, because you also mentioned, and of course you shared with us the uh, the uh, uh, vision that this gentleman had of hell itself, and you mentioned that you guys also deal with the supernatural. Now, there's three Christian guys. And, Herb, the reason I'm asking this question, you know full well that many people who uh, speak, think of Christians and, and uh, consider Christians, they never consider the fact that we uh, fully engage in the, the things that are supernatural. But uh, many folks, when they think of uh, Christianity, they, they never associate. Uh, the two and you were talking about how dangerous it was in Ukraine uh, in eastern Ukraine to be a Christian uh, every day is a real Christian experience there do we do we appreciate what our fellow brothers and sisters go through in communist lands uh, Herb talk to us about that as well as, as talk to us about uh, the, the very fact that uh, three men for thee are indeed opening and sharing this light to the world continue that conversation well you know the ripple of the wave is coming to America. You know, we are, are, are being, trying to be silenced more and more. That's why it's so important to ask, discover, and share, particularly about your faith. As I said earlier with the story that I told about the birds, you know, we don't want to get eaten up because we're not speaking up. So as Christians, we need to start speaking up. You know, the Democrats have taken God out of their platform now. Uh, I believe that's correct. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. That is correct. That's now not part of their platform. Yeah, that is correct. And uh, the thing about it, uh, too, Herb, is uh, if you and, and this is being very dogmatic, folks, as you know, I'm prone to be that way. But uh, if you want uh, to look at the party or the platform that God is for, just look at what the Democrats uh, espouse and look at what the Republicans espouse. 
And if you are a Christian, it should be very clear to you which one of these platforms would be endorsed by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, or which one is more in line with Scripture. And this is why we have heard Burns on uh, today, because, friends, we must never stop asking, discovering, and sharing. You know, Herb, in, in our day and time, and only have about three minutes left in this particular segment of the show, but I want you to stay with me through the break, Herb, because there's more for us to talk about. Uh, in our days and time, I would dare say that um, many of us don't uh, understand what it is to discover anymore. We think that there's no nothing left to discover now that we have uh, Google and 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 all of that. But uh, Herb, is there more to discover? Uh, you're you're telling us never to stop that. So those who think that there's nothing more, would they be surprised? Two minutes. Well, yeah. I'm quickly, I'm quickly going to go back to my first book, Route 66, Have You Found Your Route in Life? Because that's the first step, is discovering where you're at in your route in life. And this book will reconnect you with how you should be Christian living every day. It will connect you back with his word and his works uh, for you. Uh, so that's the first step. Get connected back to yourself. Once you're connected, then you can go to never stop asking, discovering, and sharing, and learn how to implement your knowledge, your experiences with others in life so that they can share your successes uh, as well. And I'll mention that in this book, Never Stop Asking, Discovering, and Sharing, there are stories in other people's lives which are included, how those three words have been transformative in their lives. Major League National Champion baseball players, CEOs of banks, amazing stories from other people. You know, folks, when I think about what Herb has just uh, said, it makes me think about, we're going to talk about this on the other side of the break, um, what's going on with our young people in this country. We have an opioid addiction uh, in this country. We have young people who are killing themselves at phenomenal rates. They don't want to live even though they live in uh, a nation that uh, is, in fact, the greatest on the face of the planet. Everything that they would want, they have in a supercomputer that's in the palm of their hand, but yet they don't want to live. And uh, the discovering, the asking, uh, and the sharing of all of that, uh, it, I just feel as though they may not be connected with themselves. Herb was saying that once you connect, once you connect with that route, that 66, Route 66 in your life, uh, then uh, there is uh, this thing that should propel you to never stop discovering, never stop asking and discovering and sharing. Uh, and so I, I want to talk about the current state of our young people in this country and uh, the pain evidently that is felt uh, in this country, not just because people are in physical pain, but there is a spiritual outcry that I want to talk with Herb Burns about when we return with more of the C.L. Bryant Show. If you don't get both hours of the show, download free the C.L. Bryant Show app and uh, follow me on Twitter at Rev, R-E-V, C.L. Bryant. Back in a minute with Herb Burns. But I was worth saving so you came and changed my life You thought I was worth leaving So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. That, my friends, is D-Rock's latest release, I Am an American. And I was uh, privileged to and blessed to be able to lend my voice to the opening of that song, I Am an American. And um, that is one of the reasons I tell you, folks, and of course, you heard the president say it and get in a whole lot of trouble for it, uh, saying it. But I'm a nationalist. I love America above all other nations on the face of the earth. I'm not a black nationalist or a white nationalist, or certainly not, And, and uh, but I'm a nationalist. I love my nation. And uh, uh, I love my nation. That's all it means to be one. It's a patriot. And so um, on with me now is uh, Herb Burns. And Herb is um, uh, someone who I have uh, great respect for in his work. But I, I want to ask you this question, Herb, um, in regard to our young people, because uh, surely if this seed that you're planting is to sprout, it must sprout not only in those of us who are in our age bracket, but also uh, for it to continue, it must uh, take hold in our young people. However, we're seeing a a young uh, generation who indeed is uh, killing itself. They're um, self-medicating. Herb, uh, are these symptoms of something much deeper in the American spirit and, and, and psyche that we must examine? Talk to us. Well, you're absolutely right. And, and somehow we've got to um, perform open-heart surgery on our young people. And I don't mean the physical kind of open-heart surgery. I mean spiritual open-heart surgery. Uh, we've got to be able to open their hearts so that they can reconnect with their, their faith uh, they have to be willing to ask about their faith, about our faith. Uh, not until then will we be able to discover the balance in life. And if your heart's not right, you're not going to have balance in your life. And many of our young kids don't have balance in their life, so we've got to bring that back to them. So we need to be uh, be able to strengthen that. In uh, uh, Mark uh, you know, twelve thirty, and you shall love the Lord with God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. So we've got to encourage our young people to have, you know, that kind of love. Um, they've got to be willing to love sincerely. Love must be sincere. They have to hate what is evil and cling to what is good, and that's in Romans twelve nine. So, you know, as parents, uh, as mentors, we have to, you know, create that strength for love and faith in our young people and so that they understand what the truth is and that's why we have to ask to discover and share with them what the truth is more often than not they're sharing what they've learned in school and it's not the full truth it's only the half truth and when you try to question them they say well this is what my teacher said 
you know, this is what my classmates believe. Well, we have to perform that open heart surgery on their spirits to really get the truth back um, into their hearts. And you know what, uh, Herb, as you were talking there, I uh, often uh, travel uh, on preaching engagements, uh, crisscross the nation, maybe once a month, uh, doing doing uh, something or other uh, somewhere else. And I, I run into uh, people who ask, how do you share your faith? And the numbers are rising in such a way that that question is being asked. It makes me wonder, Herb Burns, uh, do Christians really have uh, a knowledge of what? what we believe and perhaps is that where we're, we're missing uh, the, the the entire boat here as far as uh, our message is because we ourselves in, in, in many cases uh, are ignorant of what it is we believe and, and we ourselves are maybe blowing around like chaffs in the wind when it comes to uh, defending uh, being apologetics apologists for our faith. Uh, what, what do you say to that? Well, I can just share my personal experience, and that's what resulted in me writing the, the book of Route 66. You know, when I asked God, what can I do? He said, share my word. But unfortunately, at that time in my life, you know, as a Christian in church, in Sunday school class, you know, we've I've read in the Bible, but I've never read the Bible from the beginning to the end. So that started my journey from page one all the way through to the end of Revelation. And this book is, is a summary of that journey through the Bible. So this book hopefully will connect young people because it's got uh, it's got pictures. Uh, you've heard of Gary Chapman. I'm, I'm sure you know who he is, author yes. of Five Love Languages. Uh, Gary said, I don't know of another book that connects people with the Bible by use of beautiful digital paintings and real-world applications. I predict that Route 66 will be a legacy book passed from generation to generation. So my idea is, here's a book with a picture from each book of the Bible, and as you go through it, it's going to ask you, well, go to the Bible and find out what this says, or go to the Bible and read this verse, or, you know, I want pray today. I want to, um, I don't have that book. I need you to send me that book. I, I want that book. And um, folks, because this is important, I want this. Listen, the reason I want you to, to see this, I, I believe that it is absolutely uh, the, the healing scripture, the word of God is the absolutely the healing mechanism that is necessary at this point in time in America and something, any tool like Route 66, uh, I believe, will be good for you to reignite uh, the, the the journey that you should be on as a Judeo Christian nation. That is also something that has been uh, uh, bred out and being bred out of our young people. Herb, you know, I, I want to, uh, before I ask you the final question, I want you to comment on this. Um, you and I grew up in a time where what we learned at home, we also learned at school, and of course we learned it at, we, of course we learned it at church. Um, that changed. Is there a point? Is there a place on the chronological uh, on the calendar where um, we can see that going away? When when that's changed? When did it change? 
You know, I've thought about this, you know, quite often, and um, I'm a I'm a big music fan, but I think that uh, uh, there was a time in our in our generations when music began to change the way young people think about life. Uh, you know, I went to church. Uh, I took my children to church, but there's a really powerful thing out there, and it's called free will. So when our children get off and on their own, they have free will, and uh, they make the choices and the decisions. And uh, how do we how do we secure that anchor in their faith so that they don't wander off lost in the sea, but they're still you know, rooted and, and, and anchored in strong foundations. I'm still trying to figure out how we can do that, but I think that uh, uh, with the technology and, and the changing in times, uh, everybody is off doing their own thing. Uh, you know, we used to have family that, that got together, that ate together, and, you know, times they are changing. That's, that's some words in another song. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Oh, Robert Zimmerman himself. Bob Dylan uh, uh, definitely uh, said it right back in the 60s. The final question that I have for you uh, today, Herb, and I want to thank you for being on with me. Uh, it's been enlightening uh, to talk to you, as always. And I want you uh, to uh, tell the, the gang there that I said hello. Look forward uh, to seeing you all soon. Um, listen, when it's um, time for you to uh, hang up the spurs, not that you're thinking about doing that anytime soon, but when the time does come that you hang up your spurs and you're sitting on the porch and you're rocking with your bride and you're looking back over the years and the journey that God has uh, allowed your steps to uh, uh, follow and the path that God has allowed your steps to follow, legacy, uh, what is the legacy that Herb Burns is wanting to leave what do you want us to have said about you talk to us you have done well my good and faithful servant <laughs> I love that man I love that because uh, that's what we all want to hear uh, servant of God, well done. And uh, I, I, I want to, again, thank you for being on with me and uh, continue to fight the good fight, Herb. Uh, and uh, I have about two, uh, a minute and a half, minute and a half. I'll give you the final word. What would you like to leave with the audience? Many thousands of them listening around the country and surely uh, around the globe. Uh, what would you like to leave with them? Well, just... Uh Here's a real opportunity for you. If you don't know where your route in life is, you can reconnect your route in life uh, with Route 66. Just uh, Google Book Baby Route 66 and uh, begin to change your route in life if it's not where you want it to be. And you can change the route in other people's lives as well. So don't let the sun set today without you making a change in your route or looking at where your route in life is taking you. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Fight the good fight. I know that you will continue doing that because you are doing that. And again, Herb Burns, thank you so much for being on the C.L. Bryant show today. Talk to you soon, man. Bye now. 
I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show, and I want to thank each and every one of you for having come along with me here today as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation. It is a great day in uh, the USA, and um, I want to certainly continue examining some of the top news items uh, that are facing us today and giving you the CL twist on all of that. Um, As you may know, Bernie Sanders is back from his heart attack and Ocasio-Cortez. Now, as silly and ridiculous as you may think that she is, she was able to scare up 20,000 people to turn out for her endorsement endorsement of um, Bernie Sanders over the weekend. Um, When you look at the progressive liberal agenda in this nation, and soon I will uh, have for you my uh, the mini documentary that I did. When you look at the design on this nation and the overbearing burden of paying for progressive programs and the threat that that poses to the collapse of our society and and the collapsing of our society, you have to take into account that there is a mission undertaken by progressive liberals and uh, I, I believe that they, they know that their time is short, just like uh, uh, Satan himself. And so they are indeed pulling out all the stops. <laughs> they know their time has to be short. 13 months away from voting here for ousting Nancy Pelosi, keeping President Donald John Trump, un- increasing our hold on the Senate. So their time is short and their time being short is calling them to do desperate things. We're going to talk about that on the other side of the break and uh, what that means to you. When the C.L. Bryant show returns, download free the C.L. Bryant show app. Follow me on Twitter. I'll be back after the news. (laughs) 